Hey everyone, welcome to the Davisms Podcast. How y'all been doing? Well, here in the northeast of the United States, it's gotten a little hot again. I was so... What the heck was that? Oh my god. (laughs) I really hope there's not a ghost in this room. I was just... uh, Remote control to my uh, soundbar just fell off the shelf here. Okay, let's just keep going. (laughs) Well... Sorry, that startled me. Holy cow. Well, okay. Well, it's maybe it's just me sitting down made it fall off. Hopefully that was it. Or moving. So anyway, uh, yeah, it's getting a little, it's a little hot and humid again here in the Northeast. After some day, you know, it's been kind of a little cooler at night because the fall is about to rumble in here in a little bit. But um, in September, days are getting shorter. I'm not happy about that, but I don't think anybody is. Whereas if you're in Australia, you're going to be going into probably most likely coming in the summer, spring, summer. Anyway, although it must be weird to have December be super hot than if you celebrate Christmas in December and it's like, that's kind of strange to me. But anyway, <laughs> this episode is just, is basically going to be what we're talking about is going green, actually green. And what do I mean? I'll tell you what I mean. Uh... People, and I, ideally I would love to be able to have an electric car, and now they have some cars coming out that you can go 500 miles on a charge, which is more than enough, because my car with only fits 10 gallons of gas, and usually I average around 30, 30 33 miles a gallon, 35, so I go 300, 350, my gas being 215, so you just can add that up, and then... Which is not bad, but if I go, if I just go 100% highway, then I'll get over 40, no problem. And I don't even have a hybrid. But ideally, it'd be so cool to be able to have a house that is, uh, you know, can produce all its own power. And if you make excess power, you can sell it back to the power company, which some people actually call it. Like, I think they call it like a a net zero house. Don't quote me on that, because I didn't really research but i just know that people can make a house so efficient that any electricity you overproduce you can sell it back to the power company so they can actually send you a check which would be a nice <laughs> a nice uh, switch but you know they can pick my electric car and then i can have my solar cells powering batteries in the garage or whatever and then i can plug my own car into my own energy from the sun and i don't have to pay anybody Although it's a lot of money to have a system like that. You're talking a lot of money. Um, But I would just love to screw the government that way by not getting any tax money out of me. (laughs) Because you're producing all your own power. You know, know, gas in Connecticut, we have like the highest gas tax, which I forgot if it was 24 cents a gallon or more than that now. Um, So for every gallon, you're paying 24 cents in tax. That's just the... we got rid of it then gas would be what a dollar dollar ninety or less or more a little more but it would just be cool to be that self-sufficient like you didn't have to rely you know going to the gas station you just go to work and then your car can go four or five hundred miles on a charge you can do visit people take a little trip uh there's charging station more and more charging stations you know throughout the country which is kind of cool um, 
Or if you're out of friends, maybe they'll let you plug it into their house and then it'll charge overnight. Give them a couple bucks because really to charge a, you know, a battery in a car is way more, way more, <laughs> way less expensive than what it would cost to fill up, you know, your car that you're going to drive 500 miles and, you know, a total cost of, uh, you know, total, total cost per mile would be less. But the thing is, electric cars up front are definitely more expensive than a similar car. Um, but once you have it and spend the money, you're, then you're not really spending too much money on charging it to drive. I mean, if you look at a regular car engine, how many pieces and parts are in a car engine? A lot. I mean, the only negative things I can see about electric cars, well... Obviously, a lot of them have a lot of technology in there and, you know, big screens and all these different things, which that's what's going to fail. I mean, usually a good electric motor can last. Uh, well, I think of what my dad said. There was a motor at Michael's Farm, an electric motor that's like 100 years old and it still, it still runs. So you'd have less uh, less running costs for the car, which that would be so cool. You know, less less money spent in your pocket to maintain it. Um, but it's, you know, you have obviously bigger, yeah, obviously, obviously a lot of people know Tesla. That's probably one of the, the biggest names out there, but not necessarily a lot of dealers. Um, if you get in a slight accident, they're super expensive to fix. Uh, I mean, even Hyundai makes electric cars now, full electric, um, and there's just so many other brands and, and new brands coming up all the time. Um, that'll be good because the more competition you have in anything, you know, the more choice you have means they're going to be vying for your dollar and trying to give you the most bang for your buck. Like anything else, if you just have, uh, you know, one, one brand you could buy one thing from, well, they can do whatever they want because they have zero competition. So getting back to, you know, having an electric car, it, it's, Cool, or even um, hybrid cars. I, I would get I would get one of my. I think I, I wouldn't mind having one if I hit the lottery for a lot of money. I would just get a a damn Prius because a no one will think I have any money. B no one. I never heard of any a Prius ever getting stolen because <laughs> not necessarily a cool car. B hey, it's a hatchback. I can throw things at the back. That's kind of cool. It's not fast, so I'm not going to get an expensive speeding ticket here in Connecticut because they're outrageous, and I'm not going to have to pay for more, a lot of money for my car insurance. And I'm going to average like 50 miles to the gallon. So, <laughs> although I've had a lot of money, I'd probably get a fast car too. I'd have a couple cars, but you know, it would just be cool. Just, but what people don't understand is pretty much all the batteries in these cars, or even in your computer your laptop and your phones, a lot of them, for the most part, are lithium-ion. And while it's a cool battery, you can charge it, you know, over a thousand times, depending, give or take, um, is that the way that it gets mined, um, it's, it's, a, it's a kind of a, lithium's very toxic. And, it's, it's, uh, it's, it can really, um, I mean, the biggest thing is the environmental hazards of it. Uh, 
just because you have to use chemicals to get it out of the ground. Um, that's not necessarily a good thing because then you're changing the ground and what is it, uh, I mean, how is it affecting the land? You also, I mean, the country, the main, the biggest countries are the most rich countries, I think, were Argentina, China, and Chile. And it's just, you know, even Tibet, well, Tibet's part of, you know, China, China, well, that's all another story. But it's just that it gets in the water, it could kill fish, it can kill people if they're drinking the water, it can destroy the ecosystem wherever it spreads. Plus, it can also um, get into the air. So that's the biggest drawback. That's really, um, and people say, oh, look, I got a, I got a Prius, which I would still buy one, but because of the gas mileage, I just like to not have to stop, you know, my t- not that my time is that valuable, but it's nice to not have to stop the gas station as much and, and do anything. You could just, it'd be great. But, um, yeah, it's just that it's a pretty toxic thing. And then what do you, what, how do they recycle it? I haven't really read up on how they recycle it, but it's, it's, and obviously gas is, you know, flammable, um, puts out emissions, although today's cars are way cleaner now with the exhaust systems they have. I mean, there's, ups, there's you know, pluses and minuses in both. And I, I think as battery technology gets better, there'll probably be a less toxic battery. Maybe there'll be a battery that's not even toxic at all. That's easy to recycle. And that would be ideal. That would be so awesome. But the problem with more and more people buying electric cars and hybrid cars is means you're burning little or you're burning a lot less gas, which means your state or country is not getting tax because you're not buying a gallon of fuel and paying whatever the tax is. So now they're getting less money. <laughs> so it's funny how the government, they want you to go, this people had to go green, go green. But what they've been doing for so many years in other states is just working on systems where since I'm not going to get any gas tax out of you, I want to put a thing in your car so I can tax how many miles you drive a year, which is a whole nother can of worms, I think. And even not so in the past so many months in Illinois, if you bought an electric car, they wanted to have you pay a tax of between a thousand and fifteen hundred dollars a year. So you're going green you know, you're being so-called good for the environment, and but they want to tax you because you know what? They're not getting that gas tax. So that's kind of disgusting, but I think that actually failed. It didn't get passed because it doesn't make sense. Um, I mean, that's one thing. And then, I mean, solar, you know, you need to have the sun. They need to be more efficient. I mean, and there's, the, the prices are coming down, which is good. Um... I mean, as far as solar, the, probably the best thing to do is get a solar uh, hot water heater because I had a friend of mine, he told me a friend of his got it and it paid for itself like in less than five years. So, hey, you're getting free energy from the sun to heat your water. I mean, how great is that? You say you're saving money. I mean, the thing is you always have to put a lot of money up front to get these things. And unfortunately, that's the way it is. Well, what are you going to do? And not everybody can afford that. 
obviously every day, not a, I don't I guess they paint obviously, but you know, I see more Teslas on the road. I mean, I know there's other electric cars, definitely Priuses. And I happen to be upstairs, I'm getting too hot. I don't have the AC on because it's too loud. But, ah, it's too freaking hot. Humidity, I can't wait till this goes away. I really don't mind the winter because I can dress for it. The humidity, you can't. You just sweat to death. But yeah, it's, you just... I mean, eventually, the world will run out of fuel. So you have to, you know, seek alternatives. And, obviously, I mean, when, you know, gas gets very expensive people will buy more efficient cars. When gas is cheap, well then everybody, you know, more, right now more SUVs are being sold than anything. My car, which is a Honda Fit 2013, made in Japan. The newer one after it came out in 2015, and now they're just continuing the Fit because they're only selling, I think it was less than 20,000 cars or something around there. Whereas the SUV version of the car, which looks different, but it's the same underneath, sells over 100,000 because it's, you can get an all-wheel drive and blah, blah, blah. And that's just too bad because it's a cheaper car than the SUV version by four or $5,000 or even more than that. So people that need to buy a cheap car, I mean, they're not going to be there. A lot, of the, a lot of the companies, Toyota, they're getting rid of the less expensive little hatchbacks or sedans for the SUVs, but not everybody can afford them. I mean, you could buy them used, I know, which usually it's better if you could find a good place to buy them and get a good, find a good mechanic to look it over. But it's just, um, it's unfortunate. But getting back to the renewable energy, I mean, you know, one day solar will be better. I think it'll be awesome if you had an electric car and the paint itself was a solar cell. So it can be charging all the time. You know, you park it at work, it's charging. You're driving it, it's charging, or at least keeping the radio working, or maybe powering the air conditioner. And the paint itself would be the solar cell. That would be just an amazing thing. I mean, I know they have little cells they can put on them, but they're not. I haven't, I haven't seen anything as far as a paint being like a solar cell, but I have seen like roofing shingles. They can make in all different kinds of lengths that are solar cells. They're not quite as efficient as regular electrical cells, but when it's cloudy, they're actually more efficient. You know, if it's a little cloudy, they're more efficient at producing energy. So that's a good thing. So what else do we have? You have, you have solar. Um, also, there's obviously wind power. And that's nice when, it's, when there is wind. But when you see these huge windmills, I'm talking, there's some huge ones in New York. Um, God, where else did I see them? Well, tons of them in California, obviously, have been there. And they're building more and more of them. But what people don't understand is they cost a lot to build. And they don't last forever. And they can be very dangerous. You can have fires, you know, something can happen. Because you're building such a huge thing. Um, I mean, it's cool. Yeah, you're getting free power, but you're spending a lot of money to make this thing to collect the wind. There just has to be a better way than these monstrosity things that, in some cases, they wanted to build some out at Cape Cod, but, you know, the rich people didn't want them out there because they'd be an eyesore at the Cape. So I don't think, as far as I know, they're not building them. But 
another issue, which I didn't even know about until I watched the documentary, showing, you know, let's say the maybe this huge windmill is, I don't know, let's say not even, maybe a quarter mile from your house, maybe a little less or more. The blades themselves make noise, and people are getting sick because of the noise it makes. It like People get messed up, and they don't feel good because it's producing certain vibrations in the air, um, just the sound of it. So that kind of mess, so that's not really like clean or healthy energy either. Um, I mean, I know there's, they're experimenting with different kinds of, uh, kind of underwater like wave things or tidal things, but that's expensive too. Because you have to have something that's not going to rust. And, you know, you're... I mean, how much power can that really make? you got to put them in certain places. I mean, it's interesting, yes. But a lot of it has to do with the cost. But, you know, the more that people want it, the more that people buy it, the cheaper it gets. I mean, that's why you're seeing cheaper um, electric cars come out. But, I mean, you could buy an electric car... I don't know what the cheapest one in the United States is. I know it's definitely at least 30, if not 30 plus thousand, but you get money from the government. It's probably like a rebate of $7,500. I thought they were thinking of getting rid of that. I don't know if they have, but you know, but you're still talking a decent amount of money um, for just a, an inexpensive one. Then you could pay whatever you want. You could pay beyond $100,000 easily. Tesla is coming out with a Roadster or a sports car again that'll do 400 or over 500 miles on a charge, but in order to get it, you got to put out $250,000 cash, and you don't even get to choose what color you get. <laughs> At least that's what I heard from a, a YouTube influencer. I'm like, wow, and he's buying one. I'm like, that's just, I don't know. But, you know, if you have the money, you love it, that's fine, but $250,000, I mean, that would be more than enough. I can buy a house and probably enough cars to last me the rest of my life because um, I don't need a big house. But, yeah, people think they're everything being green, being green, but it's not necessarily greener because you have to really break down where does the materials for that, for the batteries especially, where, what kind of material is the lithium, and that's just, it's pretty toxic stuff. So, it's kind of a, a lot of these so-called green things aren't green. And... The reality is in a lot of countries, I mean, I know in uh, Spain, yeah, with Spain, they spent, a, the government spent a ton of money on green jobs, and basically for every, the cost of every green job they created, created took about $500,000 per job, so it wasn't really, it didn't really work out, it was too expensive. You know, you have to let, I, I mean, in the U.S., we have a lot of different companies, startups, or companies that have been around a while, like Tesla and some other companies. Obviously, the major automakers are getting into, they have hybrids and again electric cars too, so that'll bring the cost down. Um, but you need to have people be innovative. I mean, the, when the government gets involved in anything, it's kind of a shit show, to be honest with you. Just with my dad having to deal with the VA for my uncle, uh, it took forever to get anything done. You got to call there, call here, send this paperwork in. Oh, that's the wrong form. Here, you gotta do this form. Send it back, back and forth. People just don't. They want free stuff from the government, but 
it's not free and it costs you a lot more. Um, but I'm kind of getting off subject here. So, I mean, the thing is, if, if people want it, they'll go buy it. If gas gets expensive, it'll definitely push people to produce more efficient cars, which there's pretty, you know, which is good. And people obviously want to be, make greener batteries, which probably is on the, on the horizon. I know they're, they're definitely making them smaller every time and being able to have a, a, a bigger capacity to go farther, which is a good thing for everybody. But, oh, and that's the other thing about solar cells. I mean, they're not, depending where they're made, they can also be toxic. That's a whole, that's a whole nother thing. But ideally it would be so, I still have the idea that I'd love to have a house with that produces all its own energy and I, my car gets free energy. The only thing I have to change on my car is basically, you know, tires, windshield wiper fluid, get the brakes done every so often. But, you know, how I, it'd be interesting when that happens, how is the dealership going to make money? Because on a gas car, so many more things you need in that car can go wrong. Um, when you have less moving parts, there's less likely a chance of something wearing out. But I, but but with all the technology, there's also things that can go wrong with that. We all know that. I mean, how long does a cell, cell phone last? I buy Android cell phones, and I have to buy them because I buy the cheapest plan. Well, a cheap plan. Um, but, you know, I'm lucky if the phone will last two years, and I'm paying probably around 100 bucks for it, so it's not too bad. But, yeah, it's just the environmental hazards of, you know, having to re recycle these batteries, where do they go? I mean, now they're recyclable. So that's, that's pretty much all I have to say. It's just think about really, I mean, me, I like to research things and get in the nitty gritty of things and find out, okay, really research. Is this really a good thing? Is this okay? Or is this not ready kind of for prime time to think about getting it? It's, it's just what I always tell people that are looking for a new car or almost new anything. Never buy the first year it comes out because there's always going to be problems. You know, it could be pretty good, but if you buy at least three years in or more, uh, like for my car instantly, I bought it used, but for that version of the Honda Fit, it was the last year that it was made. So I think it started in, I don't know if it was 09 or 10, 2010. So that way you've, you're coming to the end where they worked out a lot of things and made some changes that they had to. So, yeah, I tell people never buy the first year. Like, the new, uh, new Broncos coming out soon and people are already buying them up, putting their money down. But you're going to have problems. I don't care what people say. It's not going to be perfect the first, the first go around. Um, what can I say? That's, uh, that's all I can say. <laughs> so if you have any questions or comments, please leave them for me, wherever you may be listening. And I really appreciate everybody that's listening and that continues to enjoy the podcast. And I just want to thank everybody for taking their time either day, morning or evening to listen. And when I get back to doing, um, 
I, I, when I, I said this before, I'm trying to do usually maybe around Thursday doing a general topic. And then on Mondays, it's the funny thing is I named, I named it wrong the last time. I was, I was kind of cracking myself up. It's supposed to be, um, I, I got the name backwards and I'm just trying not to, uh, kind of laughing at myself for my own mistakes, but it's supposed to be, um, it's supposed to be Monday ramblings and the last rambling, I named it rambling Monday. So I kind of got it backwards there. I just realized that after I did it and I couldn't change it for some reason. But yeah, so Monday ramblings, that'll just be me talking about what I, what's going on and observations I made over the past week or things that popped in my head that I remembered from a year ago, maybe 10 years ago. So I just wish, wish everybody to be safe. Get out there and enjoy yourself as much as you can. Uh, help people. Um, then love your neighbor and love people that don't live close to you. <laughs> Treat it. You know, they always say that treat everybody as you would like to be treated. Okay, well, that makes sense, and it still holds true for whenever that saying started. So thank you, everybody, and you all have a beautiful night, day, or afternoon. Till next time. Adios.